Paxton Quigley is rolling out the green carpet, talking to the creme de la creme of innovators and influencers who are shaping the world of cannabis and culture. Welcome to High Society with Paxton Quigley. Well, hello to all of you cannabis aficionados out there. And welcome to High Society with Paxton Quigley. And we've got a great show for you today with a very fascinating guest who owns a unique cannabis dispensary in Berkeley, California. Her name is Sue Taylor, and she's known as Mama Sue. And we'll talk about how her life is, her goals, her business, and how in a one how can I say, in a 180-degree shift, she came to appreciate the benefits of cannabis after decades of assuming it was a drug never to be touched. And I can understand that. Before we get into today's interview with, with Sue Taylor, I'd like to briefly mention another pair of interesting women who happen to be featured in my novel that I wrote. It's called Just Try Me which tends to attract people who appreciate, shall we say, spicy intrigue. One reviewer said, and I quote, if the action doesn't grab you, the sex will. That was written by a man. And he called the book a page turner of anticipation as the plot twists and turns with, with seductive circumstances of women with extraordinary strength who find themselves in dangerous circumstances. So my book, Just Try Me, is available in paperback and Kindle on Amazon. And I'd love to hear your comments. And now to change the subject away from sex or whatever it is, <laughs> I have the honor to introduce today's guest, Sue Taylor. She's known as a healer. She's a mother. She's an owner and founder of Pharmacy Berkeley. And she's with us from California. Sue Taylor, welcome uh, to High Society with Paxton Quigley. How are you today? Thank you, Paxton. I'm doing incredibly well. I feel honored to meet you and honored to be on your show today. Well, I feel the same way with you. So we've got a nice mutual uh, affection going on right away. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to lay things out for, for uh, uh, the folks Good. up there. Um, you were a former principal at a Catholic high school in, in San Francisco Bay Area, and you raised three sons and I guess at some point you decided to retire and you moved back to Atlanta, Georgia. But now you're back in the Bay Area and you own a cannabis shop. Now, how did you go from a long career in a relatively conservative profession to become what I would call a trusted advocate for medicinal cannabis? We'd love to hear how, how this, this journey began for you. Please tell us. Yes. Um... To this day, Paxton, it's a mystery to me because I did not, never would have chosen to be an advocate for cannabis. In any, if somebody had told me uh, 15 years ago, <laughs> you're going to be an advocate for cannabis, I would have said, Oh, you've been smoking too much, baby. <laughs> because I never, I never would have chosen it. Chosen it, and how I came into it 
I um, I had retired from being a Catholic school principal, and I had uh, bought a flat in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and I was writing my parenting handbook and uh, getting my ministerial degree in metaphysics and and all that kind of stuff. And I get a call from my eldest son. And my eldest son, very reputable, you know, college, entrepreneur, just just, just a, uh, a regular, no drugs, nothing. I get a call from him while I'm sitting in Atlanta. And he says, oh, mom, I know how you can get your spiritual center. You know, all that, that kind of stuff you like, meditation, yoga, Reiki. Um, that nutrition stuff, all that uh, spiritual stuff you like, you can have your center. So I said, oh, really? I said, well, how? How so? He said, well, it'll be funded by a cannabis dispensary. <laughs> I remember this was about 10 years ago. This was about 10 years ago. It will be funded by a cannabis dispensary. I said, a cannabis dispensary? I said, you talking about that marijuana stuff? He said, yeah, ma. He says, I've been going to school. It's a healing medicine. It's a healing medicine. I said, a healing medicine? He said, yes, yes. He said, and we can open it up and it would be funded. Your, your, your uh, spiritual center will be funded by it. So I said, reluctantly, I said, okay. I said, and where are you learning about this stuff? Is it a cult? He said, no, no, it's Oaksterdam and they have, they have uh, educational classes. And I've been going all weekend. I said to my son, send me the information that you're learning uh, at, at Oaksterdam. Wherever, wherever you're attending this school, send me the information. And then he said, okay, I will. And at that moment, I hung up the phone and I sat, I sat down and I said, oh my God, I've sent this boy to Catholic school all his life and I sent him to college. And now he calls and tells me he wants to sell weed. Where did I go wrong? Within a week, I packed up two bags. I said, I'm going back to California. He must be on drugs. I went to California to save him what I thought was drugs. And what I learned in that process is that he wasn't even smoking cannabis at that time. And the short of the story of that is that I became, in that next five years, the trusted face of medical cannabis because I worked with Stephen D'Angelo as his senior outreach person. I was still afraid of this cannabis stuff, but when I saw the healing that it produced, I could not turn my back on it. Now, what do you mean by healing? 
can you give us one or two examples of what yes. you you experienced? Let me t- let me tell you what I, I experienced. My job when I worked for Harborside was to go where where seniors, um, where where the administrators and directors of seniors would come to gather. And so I would go there. My job was to get them and seniors to come to Harborside to see what a, a reputable cannabis dispensary looked like. And so I would go, I would give my, my pitch. I'm Sue Taylor. I work with seniors in medical cannabis. And mind you, Paxton, I was scared as shit. I was scared <laughs> still because, you know, I came to save him, right? And so I, I'm, I'm from the old school. You know, it's a drug, you know, the D.A.R.E. program, all, all of that. And so, so people were interested. So I got them to come. I, I, said, I, I, said, I said, come. So, so they would come. The, the seniors would come. And the now, is this, both men, this would be both men and women that would yes. come? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And some city officials. Because city it, officials? It was like, oh, oh, because, Paxton, I'm also a commissioner on aging for Alameda County. Ah, uh-huh. I'm a commissioner on aging. So you, you got so, some power. You got some power I, there. I, I have some power. And then I have some other power. Listen to this. Uh, uh, look, the Catholic school principal was one. I'm a commissioner for Alameda County. And I'm also certified by the state of California to teach the medical can- cannabis program to nurses and administrators of, of senior care facilities and give them continuing education units toward the yearly certification if they took my class. And there's not uh-huh. many people certified in the state to do so, but I am. So I, so I come with a lot of credibility and I'm well-educated. And so I don't fit the mold. You know, I didn't show up with green hair and, um, and I didn't wear a weed suit because, see, I know you got to look like them. Who, who are you trying to, your audience? You got to look like them. You speak like them. For to to be reputable, because my job was to help to eliminate the stigma behind it. So, so I had to, I had to say, well, I might listen to her. You see, so all of this was in my game plan. So I would bring them to Harborside. I'd bring them to come, one by one, and I'd show them what the medicine looked like. This is what a reputable cannabis dispensary. And at that time, you got free acupuncture. You had uh, free meditation. I conducted meditation. You you had free yoga. So it's it's all about body, mind, and spirit. Total, total, total care of of the body and cannabis because the pharmaceutical approach to managing symptoms was not working. And I address these senior care providers. They know, they say, you're right. They're taking so many medications and they're still not getting better. So an alternative would help. So they were open to listen because see, they love their clients and their patients in these homes. So they would come and the seniors would come themselves. They would, we would suggest medicines. They would ask cannabis medicines, rubs, tinctures, and most seniors come to cannabis, most people, for two reasons, pain and sleep. The, that that they said they said well I'm on I started off taking two pills now I'm on fifteen and I'm not getting any better so I'm willing to try it 
passion. What convinced me was when they would they would come back. Miss Sue, Miss Sue, I'm not on my cane anymore. Miss Sue, Miss Sue, uh, we, we can't find my mom. We found her wheelchair, but she gone. She's driving her car. I, I witnessed it. It was nothing I read in that information my son sent me. Is when I saw these people. Unfortunately, we have to take a break. And But we've been listening to Sue Taylor, who's got the most fascinating story I've actually ever heard of. More High Society with Paxton Quigley coming up after we hear from our privileged sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah. How sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at shoogies.com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, Smart Pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart Pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million Smart Pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Paxton Quigley is back talking to the connoisseurs of cannabis and culture on High Society, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, so how many people were you actually uh, dealing with? I mean, were you getting a room full of people that had maybe 20, 30 people that just, you know, wanted the cannabis, wanted to be healed? Each, each time, the, I, I, I did it once a month, bringing them in. The lowest number I ever had was eight, and I've had up to 30 and 40, where we had to split it up. To, to bring them in. And I educated them about what the cannabis, and then we had the, uh, they call them bud tenders, but I call them specialists now. 
where we would go over the medicines, which medicines would help which ailments. And, and, and there were different varieties. You know, what, you know what they thought? They said, well, we had no idea that they had creams and tinctures and, and uh, CBD tablets. And, and gummies. Of, and sprays and gummies. We had no idea. They said, we thought you'd just go smoke some weed. And I said, no, 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 no. So you see, it was passion was all about education. P- people are so afraid of it. And see, I addressed the elephant in the room because I was once like those people. <laughs> I was I was just like them. You know, and so I said, I said, no. I said, different depending on what the ailment is, is how you choose the strands you take. I said, there are certain strands that help certain ailments. I said, this is a healing a healing medicine. And then I would tell them why it worked. Now, I want to ask you, was there any, um, shall we say, backlash from the Black community as to what mostly you were from doing? The black, uh, Paxton, mostly from the Black community. Mm-hmm. I got more opposition from the Black community, and then the next were the Hispanics, but mostly from the African-American community. community. Now, our the president of the... Um, the president of the county supervisor, uh, he came and talked to me because he works with seniors. He said, would you please come and talk to my group, 80, 89% African-American, because Harborside wanted to donate money to them. They want to partner with them, but it was cannabis. They won't have anything to do with it. They sent me in. He said, can you come and talk? Paxton, can you see me? This is how I was greeted by those African-Americans elders. Their hands were folded. Their, their, their legs were folded like, I'm not letting you in. No form or fa-. Their body language said everything. Every last one of them. And, and, you know, I'm an energy person. Their energy said, here's this woman coming here to sell us drugs. And so I was scared. I said, oh, my God, how did I get into this? Why did I let these kids talk me into this? I don't know. You know, I'm my mind, in my mind, right? I'm, now, I'm, I'm now, fighting. Now, now, did you feel that you could be arrested or something like that for no. what you were doing? You, it didn't no. go that far. It didn't go that far. You know what it was? It was simple as me being judged. I didn't want to be judged in a bad light. You know, Catholic school principal honorable mother, family, pillar of the community. I didn't want that judgment. And that's, that was the only thing. And amongst my peers, I'm African-American. So at, so what I did was I just went in and gave them information about what the cannabis does and does not do. I told them about the healing that I had witnessed and, uh, and I, and I don't smoke. And I said, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't smoke the cannabis. You know, I said, I don't have to. I said, but I do do the tinctures and the rubs and the gummies. You know, I need stuff for sleep. So one by one, Paxton, as I educated, gently, lovingly, I said, I'm not here to convince you of anything. I, I'm here just to give you information. If what is working for you, so be it. But yes. If you're looking for an alternative to good health, and I said about myself, I do not take a pill for anything. 
I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have high cholesterol. I, I don't have any of those things that elders, they say we supposed to have. I say, because I take good care of my body. If I have pain, I use a cannabis stick. I rub it on. I said, uh, I have bulging disc four and five in my back. I use a rub. At night, I can't sleep. I'll use a gummy or a tincture. Good said, for you. Good for and it's, you. It's, you know, and so uh, the more and more I talked and just educated, I said, if it's for you, try it. Come and visit me at Harborside. I'll show you a reputable cannabis dispensary with quality tested medicines. Now, how did you then go to all of a sudden decide, I want to open up my own dispensary? And how did you get it started? And where did you get money to do all of this? Okay, now you're going to have to take one at a time because all of that's a lot. Okay, so how I went from I wanted to open up my own. I'm, 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 I'm a very, I'm, I, I consider myself spiritual with source energy. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's something, Paxton, I said to myself, I wanted to make, before cannabis, I want to make this world a better place because I lived, because I lived. I just don't want to exist. Mm-hmm. When I saw what that cannabis, how that cannabis healed people, I saw mm-hmm. people with cancer use cannabis that didn't have cancer anymore. So something from within, something innate said, you cannot pass on to the other side knowing you could make a difference in this cannabis industry without doing whatever it is you can. I don't care how in the, how in the hell scared you are. Good for you. So what did you, so, okay. So what did you do next? Did you go back to uh, uh, Angelo uh, to get help or what was your next step? I want to, I want to open up my own uh, cannabis dispensary. Um, I stopped working for Harborside before then. They had some money issues. The the government, the feds was after them. And so they had to cut some programs and I was one of them that they cut. But my son and my daughter-in-law, we said, we, we're going to continue. We, we, we're going to, we want our own. We, we want our own. And so you know how, where we got the money? Our family members. We pieced it together. We went to, and most of our family members, when we first went to, went to them, they didn't, when they say, oh yeah, and Sue selling drugs. I said, oh my God. And Sue selling drugs. I said, I'm not selling drugs. Some of them wouldn't answer our calls. And then some of them, because they know who I, who I, they respect me. I'm very, I'm one of 12 children. And I'm highly respected in the family and in the community. My brother loaned me money. My sister loaned me money. My nieces and nephews loaned me money. Some cousins loaned me money. My in-laws loaned me money, and we pieced it together, little and by little. Now, then, didn't you have to go and try and get a license? And I assume that that was not an easy process to get a license. It was not. Our first license, we tried to get. We, we employed Harborside had a consulting company. Then we tried in L.A., and then we lost all that money. It was banned. 
it was banned. We we lost everything. So we wow. started, we, we had to, it went dormant for a while. We went dormant, for, but I kept the drive going, traveling all over the country, talking about seniors and medicine, medical cannabis, just to keep our name alive. And Smart. so, yes. And so what we did, we partnered up with a, a with a Forefront, with, with a group uh, that, that would help us with money. Okay. Now, where did you get the money from? Who was the primary source besides your relatives? We've had, we've had three uh, investors come with us. One was Forefront. But no, without a license, I think, 10 years ago, okay? We, we would just throw up. What's wrong with you guys? Why don't you just open? I said, because the rules aren't the same for us. I said, if we just open up, I said they would put my black educated son, incarcerate him for 30 or 40 years. I said the rules, we have to have a legal permanent uh, dispensary that, uh, that the, the, the city and the state are backing. I said, we just have to have it. How smart so, you are. You yeah. are so smart. Yeah. And, and so, so then we got a, a, another investor. That, that didn't work out. That didn't work in our best behalf and, and all of that. And so now our third investor... That, that we partnered up with. And so we just switched, switched their equity each time. Got rid of one, used their equity to buy my, and use that equity so we could still remain own, owners of our company. And so we are with a, gla- uh, a company now called uh, the Glass House Group, which aligned, they, they were keen on seniors. They wanted us to have seniors. They believed in me. They heard of me. Uh, they loved the approach because we're about something good. We're about helping a population that everybody who's forgotten about are elders. And so, so we were aligned with, with them and, and that's new. That's, that's, that's new for us. We still are in the process. Where are they out of? Are they out of California? LA. Yeah, they're out of, uh, they're out of uh, LA, the Southern California. They have the longest and they're virtually, they're virtually integrated and they have the largest, um, uh, cultivation facility in California, and they sun-grown medicine. They grow. We grow our own. They're just reputable, good-hearted people, and they help us to get it open. And another thing they help us do, which is none of the other people did help us do. I always wanted my own line because I knew what seniors needed. So I have three tinctures: Mama Sue Relief for sleep. Pain and extra strength pain, relief, because that's what seniors need. Now, I have a large, young, like I call them 40 and 50-year-olds that follow me and use my products because, because they work. And March, no, February 6th, Paxton, this year, they, this year, uh, this year, they they <laughs> they they fund they gave us the money to open up our facility. We had a beautiful re- facility, just gorgeous. Uh, we got it open February sixth. Had our grand opening. Uh, just beautiful. They all came down from Southern California, supported us. You know, I know their families. Just just a good group. And a month and two weeks later, the pandemic hit. Uh-uh. The pandemic hit. We were we were thriving. It was it was good, 
then they closed this down. Um, and then um, when the protesting and the rioting started, it wasn't the protesters. Paxton, those looters came in and hit us three times, twice in one night, and wrecked our beautiful place. Just, just wrecked it. So you didn't have a chance to put up any boards or anything so that nobody could get in. They just broke the glass, the doors, and came right in. Yes. Yes. And the other cannabis, and, and these, were, these were people who had targeted cannabis, cannabis dispensaries, because they, they hit every place in Oakland, L.A., even our business partners, they just hit them. They came in the middle of the night. Protesters, they, they protest during the day. You know, and the looters, they, they call it grab and snatch or snatch and grab. We had security guards, but they was in the car. And, and in Berkeley, you cannot carry weapons, no weapon. And we didn't want them anyway. Yeah. We, we, so there was know, nothing we, we, you could do. You couldn't do anything about it. No, no. But, but know this, Paxton, even, even with the looters, the, the, the looters, even the ones that I don't agree with it, but as an African-American, and all this stuff that's going on with George Floyd and all that, I understand. I understand. The rules just aren't the same. Nobody else following the rules. Why should they? Why, why I, under should they? I understand what you're saying. Now, you've been listening to Sue Taylor. She's the owner of Pharmacy Berkeley. And we have to take a break, but we'll be right back. More High Society with Paxton Quigley coming up after we hear from our privileged sponsors. It's time to Hemp Resent. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Resents, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with the bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Vampire, a show dedicated to exploring the many potential therapeutic uses of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of healing and now making a heroic comeback, cannabis has the potential to promote health and well-being bring the body back to homostasis, and foster recovery for a healthier way of living. Hempire focuses on a diverse range of serious health issues, presenting views ranging from those of patients and their loved ones through those of researchers and medical professionals. Welcome to Hempire. Paxton Quigley is back talking to the connoisseurs of cannabis and culture on High Society, only on CannabisRadio.com. 
Uh, where's the pharmacy now? Are you back up or do you have to uh, go out and get more money and, and, and almost basically start all over, right? Um, well, we, we have insurance. But whether they will pay because we're cannabis. The, the insurance, the insurance uh, adjusters are coming today and uh, tell us what they'll pay for. But we had a lot of damage, uh, $30,000 worth of damage in our building alone because they broke all our beautiful $9,000 windows. You know what, practice? we were too trusting. We didn't want the iron bars like everybody else. We wanted the people of the community of Berkeley to know that that this was a loving spiritual place where you come for healing medicine. We didn't want them to feel like they were coming to a uh, a prison with with bars and 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 look people with guns. We were trying to eliminate all that about the cannabis, uh, and so we made our we were vulnerable. We're foolish. We were vulnerable. So the other clubs in Berkeley didn't get attacked like us because they opened up. They've been in existence for a long time. We were new. And they had those bars that shut off their building like the liquor stores do, right. but they couldn't reach it. Uh-huh. And so, so um, uh, you know, and they, they got some, you know, a lot of our products. So, yeah, we took a loss and then we, we, we had to close down. Um, but now we have delivery and curbside through the windows. Through, we do it through the window. It's still boarded up. Now, we, I just got a call today from the police, chief of police saying, 4th of July, there's going to be protests. Protect your building. Yeah, I, I do have a last word. I wanted to ask you, uh, your story is, is, is a wonderful story, and I'm, re- I'm really sad about what's happening. Are you looking for new investors to possibly help you out? Have you thought about that? Because if if that's something you need, uh, I certainly would like to to put that out to uh, our listeners out there who may have some, shall we say, some some money that would like to help you and uh, and be an investor in your company. Because it sure sounds like uh, you do have a winner there. And and uh, well, we- you know, my contribution would be to you know put the call out there. You know, people, if you if you believe. Uh, this is a time to help. To help. Well, we don't we don't have any. We're not looking for new investors because right now we don't have the equity to give to them, so they could they they, they could come in. But you know what people have been doing, which has been just so heartwarming. People are sending us this their stimulus checks. We're so sorry that this has happened. So they've been donating money. Um, a couple, a husband and a wife, say, we see, we know you've been working at this for a hard time. We know you're Black-owned, and we're so sorry. And it just warmed my heart for them to give us money, you know, just <laughs> stimulus money, you know, and people, and they raise money, and we got another $3,000. You know, money like that, they're helping. They're, they're, they're coming about. And then, Paxton, I just have to say this. I'm, I'm not only just about the cannabis, my my heart is and goal and mission is to bring back dignity and respect to our elders. Our elders are wisdom keepers. And who's gonna save this country are people like us, because we are wisdom keepers. 
the wisdom keepers working with these young people because they're smart and they do things quickly together. We work in businesses, in communities, in government, and in this world together. It's people like us who will make this country a better place to live. Seniors are not to be shut off, gone somewhere. Cannabis can help them get off pharmaceutical drugs, clear their minds so they can be productive people like you, Paxton, and like me. I'm 73 on the 12th of July. You're not as old as I am, but we are sharp, we are elders, and we still have a lot to give. Amen. I am so happy what you've said. And I want to go out there again and tell our listeners that if you've heard this story and you want to help, this is a, a way of, of, of helping uh, a business uh, that, that's doing a lot in the community. And I'd like you very much to give out your website so that people can, um, you know, go to it, learn more about you, and also uh, uh, send checks or whatever to you. So please give me your, your website address. Website. My website is pharmacyberkeley.com. Now it's F, it's not PH, it's F A R. Oh, no. no, it's PHY, right? Like the good. farm. Uh, good. I'm going to say Berkeley. PharmacyBerkeley.com. And why don't you give out your address also, just in case someone wants to send a check? 2625 Alcatraz Avenue, Suite 144, Berkeley, California, 94705. And that's not the dispensary itself. That's just where we get our mail because they ripped off our mailbox. So, but... um, but but yeah, and 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 and, and Paxton, Paxton, I also I educate. I have a community room where I educate seniors and I educate the administrators. I have a room especially to do that. Uh, they come free of the, the 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 seniors or anybody come free of charge just to learn about cannabis. I educate them. You you free you are charge. an angel. You are an angel from God. I must tell you that. And. Uh, We'd love to have you back on again uh, in a couple of months when you're okay. so-called back on your feet so you can tell us what's going on. Yeah. And uh, again, I just want to thank you so much, Sue Taylor, for being thank with you us for, today. Paxton, thank you for having me. I feel honored. I feel oh, honored I to feel, have met you. Thank you. And I feel the same way about you. So thank take you. care. Be safe. And to all of our listeners out there, This is Paxton Quigley, and you two out there, all of you, you be safe and take care of yourself. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.